Steve, what's going on here? Well, we'll try to figure it out. It's uh, Jeremiah, so it's kind of tough. Hello. This is the Bible in fewer words. We are Carol and Steve Wells. This is episode 194, Jeremiah, chapters 27 to 31. Hi, Steve. Hi, Carol. We're, we're, we're still in Jeremiah. In the last episode, they threw Jeremiah in prison. Yes. And they let him go. Yeah, the people said, you know, you got to let him go. We're scared God's <laughs> going to do something really bad to yeah, us. Yeah, maybe that's why. <laughs> Chapter 27. In the beginning of King Zedekiah's reign, the word of God came to Jeremiah and said, Make a yoke and put it on your neck. Go meet with the messengers of Edom, Moab, Ammon, Tyrus, and Zidon, who are in Jerusalem visiting King Zedekiah. Tell them to say this to their kings. Before we go on, Jeremiah has a yoke around his neck. Yeah, God told him to put a yoke around his neck. Okay, last time he had his feet in stalks, and now he's going to have his neck in a yoke. I think the important thing here <laughs> is to realize what a yoke is. Oh, yes. Yeah. So a yoke is something you put on an animal. Yep. That uh, way you can attach straps to pull yeah, them one way or the right. other. So... I guess that if you have a yoke around your neck, it kind of means you're being controlled by someone else. You're kind of a slave to someone else. Yep, and Jeremiah is that. God is controlling him. Yes, but that's not his point. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. We'll see what his point is a little later. All right. Jeremiah has to go meet these messengers and tell them what God says. Yeah, and he's wearing the yoke. Oh, he's wearing the yoke. Okay. (laughs) So he says... I've given your land and everything on earth to my servant, Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. Your animals must serve him too. All the nations on earth will serve him and his son and his son's son. I'll punish any nation who refuses to serve him by putting his yoke on their neck with war, famine, and disease until I've killed everyone in that nation. That sentence Mm -hmm. is a weird sentence because I'll punish any nation who refuses to serve him. He's going to punish them by putting a yoke on their neck? Yeah. He's going to put a yoke on their neck, and that's going to symbolize that they're going to be servants to Nebuchadnezzar. Oh. And if they don't serve him, if they don't cooperate, then he'll kill them. Verse 9. So don't listen to anyone, prophet, diviner, dreamer, enchanter, or sorcerer, who tells you that you won't serve the king of Babylon. They're lying to you. If you believe them, I'll kill you. If you put the yoke of the king of Babylon on your neck and serve him, I'll let you and your people live. Whatever kind of life that ends up being. Yeah, so now we see what that yoke's all about. Yes. All right, so verse 12. I gave the same message to Zedekiah. Who's Zedekiah? He's the king. Oh, Okay, so God gave the same message, or God asked Jeremiah? I think I there is uh, Jeremiah. All right. And I told the priests and the people that God said, don't listen to anything that the prophets say. All their prophecies are lies. Chapter 28. In the same year, Hananiah spoke to Jeremiah, saying, and before we go on with what he's saying here, Hananiah is just another prophet. Oh, okay. This is Hananiah talking. Yes. This is what God says. 
I have broken the yoke of the king of Babylon. Wait a minute. All those wooden yokes people have around their necks? Hananiah is saying, you don't have to wear them anymore. Right. Jeremiah was saying, you're going to have a yoke. He's, he's speaking metaphorically. There's not really going to be a yoke. The only yoke that really exists is the yoke that he's got around his neck. <laughs> to make the point that they're going to have a yoke around their neck. Well, all that means is you're, you're going to be subjects of Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. He's going to be your boss. Okay. And you're like going to have this yoke around your neck, you see. But Hananiah says that Within. God says that he has broken the yoke of Nebuchadnezzar. So he's talking about the yoke that people have around their neck. Yeah, so they won't have to be a servant anymore. Right. Um, so verse 3 said, Within two years, and this is Hananiah again, mm -hmm. saying what God said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See why I was confused? It is confusing. <laughs> Uh, within two years, I will return all the vessels that Nebuchadnezzar took from the temple. Jeconiah and all the captives will also return. Hmm. So Hananiah seems to be saying that God is not going to have the servant in Nebuchadnezzar. No, it's going to work out. And it's going to work out well and soon. <laughs> Jeconiah, he was a king yeah. uh, of Israel. He was taken prisoner. He's going to return. And all the stuff that Nebuchadnezzar had previously stolen from the temple, he's going to return pretty yeah. soon. Let's see what Jeremiah says. <laughs> so Jeremiah said to Hananiah, Amen. I hope God does that. I hope God returns the vessels to his house and the people from Babylon. Is this sarcasm This here? is sarcasm. Okay. He does not believe what he's saying here. He's being sarcastic. So verse 10. Then Hananiah removed the yoke from Jeremiah's neck and broke it. Uh-oh. Yeah. Hananiah said to the people, This is what God says. As Hananiah has broken Jeremiah's yoke, I'll break the yoke of Nebuchadnezzar within two years. You know, two years, that's not too long. In, in No. Okay. Well, they, all those people must be encouraged. Yeah. <laughs> Verse 12. Then the word of God came to Jeremiah and said, Go say this to Hananiah. You have broken a wooden yoke, but it will be replaced with one made of iron. I put an iron yoke on all nations to force them to serve Nebuchadnezzar, and I've given him the beasts as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those important beasts yeah. who need yokes. Yeah. Jeremiah said to Hananiah, This is what God says. You will die this year because you have taught the people to rebel against me. So Hananiah died in the seventh month of that year. Yeah. Oh, I guess he was a hopeful prophet. Yes, he was. And, and that was not a positive thing to be in the eyes of God. God seems to like doom and gloom from his prophets. <laughs> At least in this case he does. Well, Jeremiah's his guy. Yeah, that's right. Okay, chapter 29. Jeremiah sent a letter to people who Nebuchadnezzar took captive to Babylon, which said, This is what God says. After 70 years, I'll visit you and let you return to Jerusalem. Uh, wait a second. 70 years? They're all going to be dead. Yeah, yeah. But still, maybe they'll have that... children and their children will get to come in, grandkids and stuff. Yeah. Verse 11. Because I know what I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking nice thoughts, not evil ones. <laughs> I will gather you from where I have driven you and bring you back home again. But I'll punish the people who stayed in Jerusalem and weren't taken captive to Babylon. <laughs> I'll send the sword, famine, and pestilence 
I'll make them like vile figs that are so evil they can't be eaten. Those bad figs. Yeah. I'll give Ahab and Zedekiah, who prophesied lies in my names to Nebuchadnezzar. He'll kill them while you watch. These are prophets that were on Hananiah's team. Good news (laughs) prophets. Yeah. Uh Nebuchadnezzar is going to kill him. People will use it as a curse and say, Let God do to you like he did to Zedekiah and Ahab, who the king of Babylon roasted in a fire. Mm. Chapter 30. The word of God came to Jeremiah, saying, Write every word that I've said to you in a book. You ask, Is a man pregnant? Why does every man have his hands on his loins? And why is everyone's face so pale? I wanted to interrupt there so much. (laughs) These are just silly statements and questions. I think they are rhetorical questions, I guess, or nonsense questions, I'm not sure. But they are God's questions, because this is the Word of God coming to Jeremiah, and he's insisting that he write it all down. And And put it in the book. Put it in a book, yeah, and I guess we're reading that book. Verse 24, I'll be angry until I've done what my heart wants to do. You'll understand better in the latter days. Yeah, I hope so. So that's God saying that? I'll be angry? Yeah. Yeah. There's an awful lot there that I left out, but it's all kind of similar similar to that. Hmm. Thank you for leaving that out. (laughs) Chapter 31. At the same time, God said, O virgin Israel, you'll play your tambourines and dance with joy. The soul of priests will be satiated with fat. A voice will be heard in Ramah, Rachel will be weeping for her dead children. In those days, they'll no longer say, The father eats a sour grape, and the children's teeth are set on edge. But everyone will die for their own iniquity. And the valley of the dead bodies will be holy to me. Steve, what's going on here? (laughs) No, we didn't clear it all up. No, yeah, but I can't take it anymore. I wonder if the sour grape thing is where sour grapes come from. Uh-huh. You know, and your teeth gnashing. Like, they're so afraid that their dad ate a sour grape, and now he's upset. And what's he going to do to us? I don't know. None of that makes much sense to me. But I had to include it because I thought it was... Um, Funny. Well, <laughs> it was interesting. I mean, it's very strange language. Yeah, it is. All right. Jeremiah? How many more chapters? Only 21 more. 21. Mm -hmm. I think I can handle that. Listeners, I think you can handle that. Okay. Thanks, Steve, for, well, clearing that up for us. Yeah, sure. As best we have figured it out. (laughs) Thanks for helping me with it. Uh Uh-huh. And listeners, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.